Hello and welcome to Ooh La La Don't Mind If I Do, a podcast about the finer things in life. I'm Sean Tony, and allow my fellow hosts to introduce themselves. My name is Cameron, tall glass of water, Trenaland. My name is Jared Amadeus Simon, King of the Castle, Lord of the Manor, Cameron. That is overwhelmingly plain. <laughs> no, you know what? I think it fits this weather perfectly because I'd love a tall glass of water right now because, man, it's a hot one. It's a doozy out there. Like seven inches from the midday sun. Sometimes you got to go back to basics. It's the summertime. If I derail my nicknames too much, it's going to be like, oh, what crazy thing is Cam going to say this week? And it's less about the catchiness of it and it becomes more about the spectacle. And I'm trying to stay grounded, try not let things go to my head. And you know what? I'm a tall glass of water. You are. So I- sip on that. <laughs> Well, I hear you whispering in the words to melt everyone, but you stay so cool. You're so cool. (laughs) Because you're so smooth. They say this life ain't good. I was doing the lyrics to Smooth by Carlos Santana featuring Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20. Oh, wow. It's a multiple Grammy Award winning song. It's a classic. And it is a hot one out today. Yeah. I think the high today in New York Uh is a whopping 93 degrees. And then tomorrow, oh, it's actually gotten cooler. It's supposed to be over 100, but now it's going to be 85 tomorrow. That's nice. And what's it like in LA right now, Jared? Oh, boy. It is gold bond season, boys. You got a a number for me? I don't think I do. I just kind (laughs) of stepped outside. I said, well, gotta go back inside Uh right now and that was uh that was enough for me well see i was gonna say today in san francisco is a high high temperature of 64 degrees wow what Uh that's some james bond 007 golden eye weather it's the good life this sounds like water cooler talk to me (laughs) this is so boring jared it's so funny you bring that up because if you thought this was boring, wait until you hear what we're doing this what month. Do we do? What are we talking about this month? Is it finally clams? We are talking about the regular nine to five, what you do at work, and this does include office supplies. No! Now that's exciting. <laughs> yes! I know. We got a lot of backlash after I put the kibosh on office supplies from, uh, honestly, it was just Jared. Oh, buddy. <laughs> You know what? Here's the thing about office supplies. Oh, wow. Jared's uh, lively today. I think that gold bond is going to your head. It's not. They tell you not to breathe it in. (laughs) I think you maybe got a whiff. (laughs) We're assuming that our listeners are going to be able to just immediately, boom, transition into that fancy lifestyle. But that's not always the case. But I think there are small things you can do around your regular life that you can make a little bit fancier. And I think a great place to start would be the office or wherever your workplace is. I couldn't agree more. So let's fancy it up. Let's F it up. (laughs) Yeah, let's F this thing up. (laughs) Let's just jump right the F in and figure it out. What's the first stop? Let's talk chairs. Chairs. The Herman Miller Aeron chairs, the fanciest chair you can get. Maybe the Embody chair. And I say this because ergonomics is one of the most important things in the work environment. And you got to sit without cutting off circulation to your feet. What is the Embody chair? The Embody chair. Yeah, I've not heard of this chair. Oh! What? The Embody chair is, I think it's very good for ergonomics. I, I've never actually sat in one, but um, I hear good things. What? How are you reviewing this <laughs> chair just, that you haven't sat in? This is a common theme on Ulala is Jared being like, oh, this is just like blank, which I haven't seen. Mindhunter, I'm going to get around <laughs> so to So how it. do you know? Is it your perception of what it is? And we're not sponsored by them at all. If they want to send me a free chair, I'd love it because they're very expensive. No one is paying us money for this. Nope. Everything you're about to hear out of Jared's mouth for the next 30 minutes is completely genuine and from a very sincere part of his heart. It's absolutely true. <laughs> I'm just saying the Abadi chair is highly talked about. And the other one is the Aeron chair, which I have Wait, experienced. Oh, before yes. you go to this Aeron chair, yeah. Cameron, uh-huh. I want you to guess how much this Embody chair costs going solely off what Jared just mm. said. $2. No, no Cam, it's more I, than Cam, $2, I'm being serious. Cam. I want a very sincere guess for this office chair that Jared is speaking so highly of. How much does it cost? I'm going to say 
five thousand dollars. One thousand four hundred ninety-five dollars. So I highballed it a little bit. Yeah, a little. So Jared, I'm gonna I'm gonna up one here. Yeah. I'm gonna propose a, an even more superior chair, which is the alt work chair. Alt work. And chair? unlike you, I have experienced this chair for myself. I can say that this chair is insane. It is the future of chairs in in the work environment. Why? So this chair, it's like a recliner sort of. So it has like a whole office chair look, but where your legs go, there's this whole thing that rolls out. So you can adjust how much you want to lean back or sit up. Oh. It also rotates. So you can really like lean back, but the screen will move with you. So you can have like an upside down screen while you're laying down. But it keeps the distance from your face to that is this is a fancy chair. There's no two ways about that. Yeah, this is a fancy chair. And the table is kind of like magnetized so that like your mouse and keyboard stay on it. Oh, oh magnets. Here's my problem, Cameron. This is my concern, uh -huh. is I'm afraid that when the robots take over, mm -hmm. this is how they will enslave us. Yeah. They will strap us in and they will make us stare at a screen. Because of Wally, right? Because of Wally. And yeah. if I have a regular stupid chair. Which he hasn't seen yet. Like, think about how pissed chairs oh. are going to be. Uh -huh. They're tired of being sat on. Like, they're not going to take this any longer. And I'm afraid of this robot chair. I'm going to be, this is the most comfortable world overthrowing experience I can think of. I like a chair that is tall because I'm a tall man. So what's your... What's your ideal, what's your fancy chair? I don't know chair brands, dude. Do I you just, just sit anywhere? I don't look at the brand name of the chair. Oh, you gotta get on that. <laughs> That's a damn chair. Oh, you gotta change your outlook in yeah, life. It's just a car. That's, that is step one for living the fancy lifestyle. It's just a mansion. It's not, oh yeah. It's just a chair. Yeah. So Sean, I take it that you're not team alt work. I can tell you right now, I've never sat in an alt work. See, I would sign I up. I can pass an ooh -la, la on a chair right now because I looked up a very cursory Google search of what this chair is we have at work and I hate this chair. <laughs> the black flat bungee office chair with arms. Ooh, with arms. The, oh, you have the bungee? It has five stars. Mm -hmm. The chair is not that comfortable no. and they have like we have lost like four chairs. Someone fell out of it. Oh no, no, that's not fancy. It was just a mess of a chair. So an ooh la la, I'll pass. Thank you very much. On the black flat bungee office chair with arms from the container store.com. Ooh la la, I'll pass, but thank you very much. But I will I will say this. That chair has an aspect of a fancy chair in it, which is ventilation. Oh, they're gonna say armrests. Look, I don't know if it's fancy or not, but if you gave me an office chair with no armrests, I would say, what the heck? I've done it once, it's actually kind of nice. What? But also, I just realized something. Where do you put your elbows? I don't put my elbows anywhere, I just put my hands <laughs> on my keyboard. That's crazy, so your elbows just float? You just have levitating elbows? Well, no, they're connected to my arms. But how do you support? <laughs> That's Yeah, it's levitating elbows. So Sean never has to worry when he goes out to eat about being rude because his elbows never touch the table. Oh, that's why that <laughs> never came up in the dining episode. Yeah. I yeah. see, I see. It's part of the fancy life, baby. Yeah. I um, I do want to say something here. It's something that I think is really funny. Jared spoke the most about of the chairs that we spoke about, and it is a chair that <laughs> he never sat on. So you have done research into finding out uh, what chair is perfect for me. You uh -huh. know, the thing is, that does not surprise me in the slightest. It's very on brand. Yeah. It's such a Jared move. But I want this, because I don't think the listeners understand how passionate Jared is about office supplies because it's not a bit people might have thought that Jared was just like riffing off like scotch tape staples mm -hmm. watch this right now Jared, what's your favorite pen? The Pilot G207. Sometimes I use the 10 because I like the thicker bold line, but it's a gel ink pen, and that means that it's going to smear more easily because it doesn't have enough time to dry. The 0.05 is too thin, and I feel like I have to press harder, and that just rips the paper. 
I actually, there's this very specific legal pad I like to write on with the Pilot G207. Jared Amadeus Simon, King of the Castle, Lord of the Manor. (laughs) Dude just goes. I mean, like, this is something, because of this episode, I think the next two months need to be pro wrestling and anime for Cam and me. Yeah, so I, I do feel strongly about the kind of office supplies. And there are things that I think people can do to make their immediate surroundings fancier at work starting with the pen you start with the pen i mean you you decide whether you want a gel ink or more of a typical like a bic pen cameron you were always a big fan of the bic pen i don't like gel pens not at all too messy they smear they're bad i'm not a child anymore exactly it's just not good i can handle the responsibility and i think maybe that's the difference there's no responsibility to it it's it's efficiency it's like if i'm writing and i gotta worry about my pinky smearing the page (laughs) you got a rogue pinky yeah i gotta like unlike my hand doesn't levitate like Sean does, okay? My <laughs> arm goes across the paper. Yeah, well, if I had elbows that floated, then maybe I'd be a little bit more or less cautious or whatever. Gel pens are bad. I don't care what your argument is. They're not good. Ooh la la. <laughs> Ooh la la. I'll pass. Thank you very much to gel pens. I take it personally. However, they're not fancy, but I do like cheap Bic pens. If I lose one, I can get another one real easily. But in terms of like price to quality it's reliable it gets the job done and i I have i've had little worries with it but if you want something that leaves a good imprint you know a higher quality of writing yes i would invest in like a fountain pen (laughs) right yeah well it's like the uh mitch hedberg joke where he says if you really never want to lose a pen again just buy a really expensive pen so that you never (laughs) worry about losing it yeah so here's what's going to shock a lot of our listeners as much as i like the pilot g207 as far as the bics go ooh la la don't mind if i do (gasps) what yeah no i do like them the audience is shocked yeah i'm just saying my preferred hold on what i know they're left Whoa, I need a minute. Ooh la la, don't mind if I do, to the big pen. And ooh la la, don't mind if I do, mm-hmm. to Jared's next statement. You got a free ball. Well, where how how much do you guys utilize Post-its in your day-to-day, in your nine-to-five? Oh, I used to be a big Post-it connoisseur. You, you were a Post-it fiend, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. You were a Post-it nerd. Oh, no, I wouldn't go that far. No. Look, I, I used to use Post-its as reminders, uh, and I would just stick them on my, like, even at home, I'd just put them on the wall so I knew, like, what I had coming up. And then when you finish it, you throw it away. Right, exactly. Uh, but lately, I just, I don't know, I make notes on my computer, or, like, which probably isn't the best. Oh, the digital life. Yeah, I think lately, just, like, the way my job is, I just have a digital, like, schedule or notes, and I write things down as they happen. But I've actually thought about going back to Post-its. I like the handwriting aspect of it. Yeah. It helps me cement things. So I am not too crazy about Post-its because I'm one to tend to doodle, and I feel like that's poor management space as far as, like, the amount you're given on a Post-it. If I'm going to be doodling, it's not a good, I I should be using the Post-it better. Well, one would argue that that's best for the post-it because that means that you're not doodling and you're actually doing the work. Yeah, but I like to doodle. <laughs> Sean is me throughout my entire school years. I just would doodle on everything. I, I will throw this out, though. I do have a preferred stationery. Ooh, I, I love a moleskin notebook. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the moleskin. One of my old jobs, I uh, they did give me a free moleskin notebook that I use to this day. Yeah, I was uh, on the moleskin train for a little bit when I was like more actively using notes and scheduling. And I gotta say, Ooh la la, don't mind if I do. Yeah, don't mind if I do as well. Ooh la la, don't mind if I do. They are a little bit hefty on the price, mm-hmm. but I do like the aesthetic and the feel and the quality. 
And I will actually say this, and this is something you guys may not have known about, but are you guys familiar with the brand Field Notes? No. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really popular amongst the design community. Oh, I didn't know that. I like to keep them as little notes. I write down little little things. Mm -hmm. I, I doodle in them. I keep little notes, one-liners, maybe lists of mm -hmm. things. And you're the only one. If, you, if you're like me and you've got the handwriting of a doctor, as I like hey, say, which is... <laughs> what is that stereotype? Oh, you don't know about doctor's handwriting? It's, it's all chicken scratch. No. It's really messy handwriting. Yeah, no, that's absolutely a thing. I guess I haven't thought about that. <laughs> you ever go to the doctor... Most of them have terrible handwriting. Do you think it's like they do it on purpose? So it's like... Like it's a code. Maybe it's also a matter of like they might be pressed for time. So they're doing just like shorthand. Shorthand or lazy. I do think it is shorthand. Go back to school, doctors. Ooh. Hey, Ooh. why don't you learn how to write or yeah. something? You know what? I know a few third graders who'd probably be better at writing my prescriptions. And that's why I use them as my doctor. Put down those pills and pick up a pen, why don't you? Jeez. <laughs> See, here's a question for you guys is what do you... How do you, how, what, what, if you, if you, what, if you, how, how, oh my God, what? <laughs> I'm just curious how you snack at work. You better not edit a second Jared, of that. No, Jared, take a second. Yeah. Walk that back. <laughs> walk that back right now and give me a clean take. Take, take, take a breather. This is all staying in, but just take a moment. Oh think it out. No, quick note to the, to the audience. When I was doing the uh, lost episode of our show, I had to edit around Jared just going, well, uh, wow, yeah, I uh, just, uh, I, uh, uh, I, uh, 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 how would you do that? Sean, you do not want to get into this. <laughs> oh, no, I know I don't. I don't want to play this game. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. 100% of the time, Sean, we're going to let you tell us. <laughs> let me ask you a question. Uh, how do you snack at uh, work? Well, we actually, our office administrator gets the snacks, and he's been doing a killer job lately. He's been getting some good stuff. He actually brought back one of my favorite snacks I ever had that I used to buy all the time back in college. What Ooh. is it? Tell us. Uh, it's Black Forest Gummies. Oh. They're very reminiscent of Gushers. Yeah, they're chewy. Oh, mm. my God. They're chewy. And they're fruity. They're, like, filled with fruit juice, so you bite into them, and it's it, you get the Gusher Go. Gusher Go. Yeah. It's real good, and also, he's been buying um, white cheddar Cheez-Its, so let me tell you. What, what are you telling me? <laughs> Yeah, what are you telling us? Good <laughs> So I, I've got a lot to say about office snacks. Okay. The vehicle in which office snacks are dispensed is crucial. And at my office, we have like these tubes. You got food tubes? Yeah, we got like food tubes. And I've noticed that it's like pretty common amongst like a lot of like techie companies. Like they have these kinds of things. So you pull a lever and the snack comes out and you have a little cup. But these dispensers, they're so finicky. Like I will like slam the lever and things will just get stuck and nothing will come out. Or it'll like all come out at mm, once. It's the all or nothing. Yeah, it's all or nothing kind of deal. I gotta wonder if there's just a better way to do it. Like if there's a better system that I can get my snacks with ease. I've only experienced the communal thing. So they'll stock up the kitchen with some snacks and then you just kind of go, it's kind of like a regular kitchen where you just go and you go, oh, what snacks do I have in here? Yeah. Oh, that looks pretty good. Mm, I'll have some of that. Okay. You know? And then that's about it. So there's no tubes. We don't overcomplicate it. And lately, I've been eating two things from Trader Joe's. Two things. Yeah. I thought you were going to say I've been eating toothpaste. Well, that comes in a tube, Jared. I hate to break it to you. I heard toothpaste. You know, I just picked up, I have these sitting on my desk. And they're Trader Joe's mini milk chocolate peanut butter cups. Mm. And it's so hot here that they were actually, they have melted sitting here on my desk. So... That's the answer to that question. You should have put them in a ceramic cup. I've been snacking on them all week. But mm -hmm. you know what else is uh, a really a great snack? Trader Joe's has dried baby bananas. They're delicious. They taste like a banana and they look awful. They look <laughs> like 
tiny little shriveled up. This does segue into something I want to talk about, does which is it? a little a little off the rails. No, I want to know how this works. Because now I'm just thinking about banana snacks and yeah. being at an office. And uh, one of my coworkers brought back these snacks from Japan. They traveled with bananas? No, they're called Tokyo Bananas. Oh. I'd watch that anime. Yeah, it's a good show. <laughs> it's a sequel to Banania. Oh, it looks like a Twinkie. It's kind of like a Twinkie and it's, it's like squishy kind of pastry, but it's filled with this like uh, you know, with a banana filling. Like spongy. I'm on board. It is like, I'm not usually into banana flavored stuff. Okay. Like I like actual bananas, but when it comes to banana flavoring, I'm kind of like, eh. Same train. Yeah. Just give me the real Same deal. Same train with you. But the Tokyo banana is delicious. Yeah. It's so good. And I never had it before. And some someone brought back Tokyo bananas and it was hilarious. Cause I was like, oh, what's a Tokyo banana? And literally like 10 or so people, like everyone on my team were just like, what? You've never had a Tokyo banana? You don't know what a Tokyo banana is? I'm like, what is this fabled Tokyo banana that apparently everyone else had? Man, if it wasn't clear you worked at Crunchyroll before, <laughs> it absolutely is now. Yeah, seriously, right? So I'm looking at a picture, and it it, it looks like it is a banana Twinkie. Yeah. It's a curved Twinkie. It looks like a curved Twinkie. So my point is, ooh la la, don't mind if I do to the Tokyo banana. I, at the risk of completely losing control of this podcast once more, hey, Jared, what's your favorite uh, office beverage? Oh, Sean, you know the answer to that. Oh, no. Yeah, I know, but you got to tell the audience. I could go for a good LaCroix any day of the week. I'm going to give you 30 seconds I am max. restraining myself so much right you now. You know what? 15 seconds to talk about LaCroix. Is that fair? Are you going to tweet the video? Oh, we got to share the video. We'll share the video. Yeah. I'm going to give you 15 seconds, and I'm going to count down, and you're going to use those 15 <laughs> seconds. We're going to move on because we cannot dwell on this too long. All right. Okay? Okay. All right. Three. Two, one, go. LaCroix is my beverage of choice. I really enjoy drinking it because it is got no sugar. It's got no sodium. That's a big one for uh, a lot of beverages. And uh, I know that it's a big trend in like social. Every Everyone seems to love LaCroix. They call it time. LaCroix. Time. Ah, time. <laughs> Shoot. I didn't get far at all. I didn't even get to <laughs> mention my favorite flavor, oh, tangerine. You didn't even let me talk about key lime. That was the most recent why? addition you of the family. Why? They have a cola flavored LaCroix. Stop. They've got Stop. pure, the Stop. bubble now. Stop. I'm worried that they're actually paying you off because I not. know they have your address and I know they send you Jared, stuff. you have the hat. Full disclosure. Ooh la la, don't mind if I do LaCroix. But in full transparency, they have not paid me. But they have mailed me things when I tweet at them. So they did give me a hat. That's absolutely a I form get, of payment. It, I get, all right. Okay. And to prove that this podcast is not partisan, ooh la la, I'll pass. No thanks. Why? LaCroix. On what basis would you even pass on a LaCroix? If I offered you a cold, frosty LaCroix, you would turn it down. Yes, absolutely. 100% of the Why time. Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you deprive yourself of something so excellent? I'd rather have still water every single time. Still room temperature water? Okay, you threw in room temperature, but honestly, yes, I do not like LaCroix whatsoever. What about it don't you like? Is there a nut, like, do you prefer Perrier? Is it the mouthfeel? Is it the bubble size? No, I don't like seltzer at all, and I honestly think everyone's playing a prank on don't me. Don't call it seltzer. Seltzer. Jared. Holy smokes. And also, Jared, it's not even LaCroix that bought you off. Oh, Spindrift tried to court me, but I wasn't <laughs> having it. Yeah, you're, you're too loyal. Yeah, they sent me a koozie in like a, of like four different flavors, but it just, I, you know, I didn't enjoy it. Jared, what did you become an influencer for sparkling water? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> I guess so. Whatever. I got some free seltzer out of it. Although, I'll tell you, with the case of Spindrift, it really wasn't that much of a pleasure. I mean, it couldn't decide whether it was a juice or a water. It wasn't here nor there. Have you had it before, guys? I've had a spin drift. Um, so my office also keeps 
a supply yeah. of LaCroix. And I was on a kick where I was trying to cut soda out of my life pretty heavily. I still drink it every now and then. Good for but you. yeah, I used to drink a soda like every day with lunch and I don't anymore. Yeah. So when I was making that transition, I jumped to LaCroix and I was drinking LaCroix like every day. Yes. You know, I think I got to say, ooh la la. Yes. I'll think about it. Yes. I'm, it's like, I'll, I'll have a LaCroix. It's fine. Yes. I don't get all the hubbub about why, like, LaCroix specifically is so good. I think it's fine. I'm with Sean. I'm not a big sparkling water guy either, to be honest. So maybe that's like the drawback. But I would just rather have like a nice tall glass of water. Cameron, tall glass of water trying to land. Yeah. The point I was trying to make before Jared screamed at me <laughs> was that I honestly think that everyone's playing a prank on me and pretending they like seltzer. Because I honestly think it tastes so bad. Maybe you've been drinking tonic water. No, That's dude. I've I, Okay, Jared, I just explained I've tried LaCroix. It does not taste good. Well, did you, was it the coconut flavor? <laughs> I tried multiple flavors. Because that's like generally regarded as the worst flavor. You're a sellout. Whoa. You know who I've sold out to? Well, who have you sold out to, Cam? The man. Because I work at an office and... And let me tell you, there's some supplies that could use some improving. What other supplies haven't we talked about that could be improved? The printer. Oh the my printer. God. The printer is my sworn enemy. The printer. Right now, ooh la la, I'll pass thank you very much on the printer. It is honestly the biggest scam in the modern world. Printers are meant to fail, so you buy more printers. They suck. Printers suck. Bullshit. They suck. Every time I have the option to do an electronic version of something, uh -huh. I'm going to take it because printers have never been good. They will never <laughs> be good because they are messing with I, I can't even think of like a fancy alternative to a printer because I've just never had a good experience with a printer. There's it's none. like they've had all this time to figure it out. We've had all these advancements in technology. I don't understand why they haven't fixed it yet. Yeah. We all know the scene in office It's space. because they're not trying to. They are trying to milk us for all the money we're worth. There's actually been a study done on this. There are sensors in ink cartridges that yes. tell you when it's going to be need to be replaced that tell you way before it needs to be replaced and then the printer will not function unless you get the I fucking knew cartridge. it. I fucking knew it. Yeah. It's an honest to god scam. That's part of it, sure. But the other part is that printers are difficult to interact with to begin yes. with. So there's the difficult uh, UI and then there's also uh -huh. the exorbitant amount of money that you have to pay to get that unicorn blood inside of your printer. Yeah, ink is expensive. Like Sean said, the sensors suck. So it like, you'll have like half a cartridge of ink and mm -hmm. it'll be like, nope, won't print fucking anything mm -hmm. for you unless you get a whole new cartridge of ink. Paper jams? Paper jams. Even just like connecting my computer to a printer. I can connect my phone to like pretty much anything these days. And my, anything? Well, anything. <laughs> and my desktop computer can't even find my printer. And when it does, <laughs> I'll like tell it to print. And then it'll be like, processing and then it's like can't find the printer or like whatever like it'll work like printers fucking suck sean did you have a solution a fancy alternative to yes printing? and it is a bit gruesome <laughs> is it real blood oh, let me hear it we need to only use printers as scanners moving forward refuse to print anything mm. just swear to never print again <clears throat> Ooh la la i'll think about it and i'll tell you why i like the feel of paper God, as much as I despise the printer, we all hate the process. I just want a solution because I too enjoy, mm -hmm. like I need the physical. I like to touch it. Yeah, I like having it. Maybe it's a relic of the past. Maybe. Maybe I am a Michael Scott. Perhaps. In a world of digital, but I like having paper. It's nice. You know what's underrated? And I, I it's it's only underrated until it's, it's brought to the forefront again, like I'm about to do, but the warmth of a fresh printed piece of paper. I do too. I think that's very appropriately rated. <laughs> I like the feel of a warm piece of paper. I understand that. Well, <laughs> dude, you're gonna love a bonfire then. No. You just throw paper on there, get it real hey, warm. Hey, bonfires. It's great. Bonfires. Uh -huh. 
too hot? That's a whole other episode. We are not going into this. Next month on Ooh La La, Don't Mind If I Do, Bonfire Edition. I got something good. Hmm. Let's talk about desks. Oh! I, Sean Tony, <gasps> am a new user. You got a standing desk, didn't you? Of the standing desk. Ooh. Welcome to the club. How do you feel? I gotta be honest. Oh. Be honest with me. You gotta do it. Don't lie to us or our listeners. Like I've said many times in this podcast, I am a tall man. Unlike Jared, who just isn't tall. Jared, I've thought about this a whole lot. If I had to take bets on who would win the limbo competition between me and you, I'd pick you. Oh. You're just not tall. Oh. Anyway. Do you hear that? Do you hear this? Yeah. What is that? That's my standing desk. <laughs> okay, well, here's what I was going to say. I'm a tall man. Yeah. I am surprised that it can get to a level where I'm comfortable standing and using my desk. You got to line it up with your elbows, your floating bows. Granted, I will say, this just happened last week. I don't have a thorough review yet, but things are looking good. Yeah, standing desks. Ooh la la. Don't mind if I do. I'll think about it because I am currently thinking about it. So I have a standing desk at work as well. It's You can adjust it. You can either sit or stand. I was a sitter for a long time. Like Jonah Hill. Yeah, I, yeah, the sitter, my favorite film. Yeah, so Cameron, <laughs> you were a sitter? I was a sitter. I noticed that like people around me, there's a good amount of standers. So one day I was, I went from my sitting position to a rising <laughs> position and like very shortly everyone like called me out. They're like, can you stand? You're standing? And I was like, yeah. Everyone was surprised that I was standing. Mm. And then I became really self-conscious about standing at my desk. Oh, I relate so much. If there's someone else who's sitting right next to you, that puts your butt at their face level. Yeah. And that's not fancy. That's a power move. <laughs> yeah, no, standing's interesting because you really get to like see things at a new height. But also, I think it's a way almost to hide knickknacks from the sitters of, oh. of the office. Like, yeah. if you have like a toy that you don't want anybody to see just switch to standing desk and all the sitters can't see it so speaking of those how many knickknacks is too many knickknacks and what is an acceptable knickknack i am incredibly biased because i am oh my god yeah you are, you're unfair yeah you are at such a knickknack friendly office but that sounds kind of fancy it's an eye catcher it's an eye catcher people come to the office and they're immediately like oh wow this place has so much personality mm -hmm. and you guys are really like committed to the work that you do because you care about it and that's why i like having knickknacks on my desk because it's a it's a little bit of your personality and it lets people know who you I have uh, one knickknack on my desk currently, mm -hmm. and it's just a 3D printed sea lion <laughs> because one of my coworkers decided he one day he just went around the office asking, mm -hmm. what's your spirit animal? And I had just recently seen the sea lion show at the Coney Island Aquarium. Mm. So I said sea lion. <laughs> and then he brought me like a week or two later, a 3D printed sea lion. And I kind of wish that he would have told me he was going to 3D print something because I would have chose something that I would liked more. Right. But I have that. And I do want to get a picture, like a, a frame photo of like me and Jennings. I feel like a picture at your desk mm. is totally acceptable. Right. Someone special to you. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, my coworker has a framed picture of a centaur girl. Yeah, let's go. All right, cool. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you got me, at Captain Tony. You have me, Cameron, tall glass of water, Trenalange, at Camelange on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm still at Jared Simon Says. And the podcast itself is at Ooh La La Podcast. You can leave us a review or rating on iTunes or just tweet us your thoughts on the podcast. We will read what you say. We will? Oh yeah, <laughs> we, we, we will. And don't do any funny business, okay? We don't want us uh -oh. saying things that we'll end up regretting, but let's just pop on to iTunes. We have a new review. Oh, we've got a fan. Okay, all right. And this review is four stars out of five. <laughs> the username is Jared A. Oh, Simon. What does that A stand for? Amadeus? And the subject 
subject of the review, <laughs> the subject of the review is okay podcast. That's fair. Yes. I like listening to this podcast yes. mostly because I am in it. The cam person is pretty funny. Yes, he's very funny. Four out of five overall needs more clams. <laughs> oh, are we doing the clam episode? Jared, yes. I'm actually kind of mad at you because that is the first non-five-star review we've gotten. What would you rate Jared's review of our podcast? Yeah, can you rate my review? <laughs> Ooh la la. No. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, please leave us more reviews, or if you know how to edit an iTunes review, <laughs> send those instructions our way. If you're, if you're mentioning us on Twitter, use the hashtag knickknack or whack. I'd like to propose a toast. Uh, yeah, I'm really thrown by this four out of five stars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe we'll get five stars next time. We'll see. Gosh, Maybe. I, ooh, ooh, <laughs> la, la. Until next time, keep your glasses high as you can and your spirits even higher. Cheers. 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 Oh, boy. Does gold bond help with blisters? Because I have two blisters on my fingers right now.